Here's something we haven't looked at yet, and I did mention that there will be some that we would never be able to rewrite to differentiate. This is an example of that. We have the square root of 3x squared minus 4. We can rewrite it in order to use the chain rule, but we're not able to rewrite it in order to use the simple power rule. So we're definitely going to need the chain rule on this one. And um, we want to, instead of just find f prime of x for any x, we're going to find f prime of negative 2. So if you see something like this, you say, oh, okay, I need f prime of x, and then I'll plug in negative 2 for x when I'm finished. You may have discovered that if you plug in the negative 2 too soon, and you try to evaluate that, you have the square root of a constant, and the derivative of a constant is just 0. So we have to find f prime of x. And then we'll plug in negative 2 for x when we're finished. So we want to find f prime of x. And so we're going to need to rewrite f of x. Because we don't have any formula for this, the derivative of a square root when it's as a square root, right? The best we can do is to think about what if it weren't this stuff inside? That's a very helpful thing. What if it were an easier problem? Do I know how to do it then? If it's just x inside a square root, then you would write it as x to the 1 half power and then use the simple power rule, right? So that's what we're going to do, but we can't use the simple power rule anymore because we don't just have x inside. We have to use the general power rule. And I'm going to think of this as u. u equals 3x squared minus 4. And if you'd like, you can even write that. I don't find usually that students need to write that, but that's what this means right here. So f prime of x using the general power rule is the derivative of something to the 1 half power is 1 half times that something to the 1 half minus 1 power. That's the general power rule. But I did not differentiate with respect to x yet because I've got something more than just x inside here. So I have to multiply by the derivative of the inside. The derivative of the inside is 6x and then minus the derivative of 4 is 0. So I have 6x minus 0 is my du dx. So 1 half u to the 1 half minus 1, general power rule, times derivative of u with respect to x, the rest of the general power rule. Now that I've got that, let me simplify a little bit. f prime of x equals, I have 1 half times 6x. So can I just write that as 3x? And then I have times 3x squared minus 4 to the negative 1 half power, 1 half minus 1, negative 1 half. So then if I'd like to write that in a way that would be easier to evaluate when I plug in x, I have 3x on top all over the square root of 3x squared minus 4. So you'll notice we started with the square root of 3x squared minus 4. Our derivative is 1 half of that times 3x squared minus 4 to the negative a half power. So that brought the square root down, just like, if you recall from before, the derivative with respect to x of the square root of x was 1 half the square root of x. 
But then the problem is we have to differentiate the inside. The derivative of x with respect to x was just 1. So I, we didn't have to think about the derivative of the inside. But the derivative of 3x squared minus 4 with respect to x is 6x. So the half of the 6x becomes 3x in the numerator. That's, that's kind of your du dx, isn't it? Except for the 1 half part. Over the square root of 3x squared minus 4 in the bottom. If you just use the general power rule, it'll take care of itself. But you might notice a trend when you have a square root and its derivative sends a square root to the bottom. The derivative of the inside is in the numerator. And we had we had a 2 down here and a 6 up here. So the 2 divided into the 6 three times. And so that's why we got 3x on top. So our derivative is 3x over the square root, but I want the derivative at negative 2. So I plug in a negative 2 everywhere I see an x. And I get negative 6 all over the square root. Negative 2 squared is 4. 4 times 3 is 12. So I have 12 minus 4. So I have negative 6. Notice that negative 2 was in the domain of the function. And I have the square root of 8. So I have negative 6 over the square root of 8 is 2 square roots of 2. Right? Because 8 is 4 times 2. The square root of 4 is 2. And you have a 2 stuck inside. So this simplifies to negative 3 over the square root of 2. Now you might need to know how to rationalize a denominator. So the answer might look like negative 3 square roots of 2 over 2. Either way, either negative 3 over the square root of 2 or negative 3 square roots of 2 over 2. And that's our final answer. Depending on if you need to match your answer to somebody else's. So to summarize, we used the general power rule, we simplified, and then we plugged in negative 2 for x. And we are seeing, if you'd like to verify this on your calculator, use um, parentheses, 3x squared minus 4 to the 1 half, and then find the derivative, and then say such that x equals negative 2, and see which form it gives, it gives you the answer in, but it should be one of these. And so you can verify that the chain rule also works, and the general power rule also works for square roots, powers of one-half, even a negative one-half power, or a negative two-thirds power. You can use the general power rule, which is a special version of the chain rule.